COVID has affected us all, and with all the negativity surrounding it, it's often hard to find the positive. One of the blessings it has given us is the opportunity to build an avenue for creating change, starting right here in our community. Discussing topics that affect us most, such as racism in healthcare, maintaining a positive mindset, creating change, the importance of advocacy, and the many lessons we have all learned from COVID. If you or your organization are interested in speaking engagements, send a message to quadcast99 at gmail.com, reach out on Facebook at Quadcast, or online at drquadjo.ca. Welcome to Solving Healthcare. I'm Quadjo Karamante. I'm an ICU and palliative care physician here in Ottawa and the founder of Resource Optimization Network. We are on a mission to transform healthcare in Canada. I'm going to talk with physicians, nurses, administrators, patients, and their families because inefficiencies, overwork, and overcrowding affects us all. I believe it's time for a better healthcare system that's more cost-effective, dignified, and just for everyone involved. Quarkast Nation bridges over barriers community. I am extremely excited to talk to the executive director of Britannia Woods, Faduma Yusuf. And before that, I just want to formally tell you guys about our fund, current fundraiser, 5K for 5K. And, and the main reason I'm talking to Faduma today is we want to be able to provide our underserved community, our underserved kids with an active summer. And so we're actively um, started that, this fundraiser to be able to provide the, the kids with what they need the camps, balls, uh, whatever they may need to, to be able to be active. Cause not everybody can afford that $225 camp per week. Right. And, uh, and we, and this, these communities often have been unfortunately the hardest hit when it comes to COVID and COVID response. So this is us trying to do our part. What we ask for people is to do show clips of them doing 5k of any activity, run, bike, unicycle cartwheel uh my boys i think we're going to be stick handling this weekend for 5k it's going to be wicked and let's not forget pk superband jersey we have the auction that we got to set up uh the pk superband foundation was so kind to donate us a signed jersey by the one and only pk superband uh so we'll be auctioning that off to try and raise some funds so uh thank you so much for for joining and Faduma, welcome to the Quadcast Nation. Thank you so much, Quadro and Quadcast Nation. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I am really excited. We, you and I have had many a chat offline. And by the way, if anyone has seen her auto, uh, CBC Ottawa uh, interview, I, I was in my car. I never told you this, but I was in my car and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, you represent, talk about Britannia Woods and the underserved communities and COVID. I was so proud because it, it was a message that wasn't being portrayed enough in the media as far as I was concerned. But mm -hmm. okay, so I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just being a little bit too excited. Let's start with your job. Like, what you, So you're the executive director of Britannia Woods. Tell me about this. What do you see at ground level? Even like, how did you get in, involved in, uh, in Britannia Woods? Um, well, uh, first of all, thank you guys for doing this campaign and shining light on a summer. Um, you know, it's exciting seeing everything open up, um, but we have to remember everything is slow um, and th there's a lot of needs that um, 
uh, uh, need to be attended to. So thank you for everyone who's participating in this fundraiser. I really appreciate you all. Um, so Britannia Woods has a special place in my heart. It's where I called home for more than 15 years. Uh, and I'm blessed to be back in my career working uh, here at the community house. So the community house is essentially another home in the neighborhood and what we focus on is offering a lot of um, engagement opportunities for children and youth, um, after school programming, homework clubs, um, youth outreach. It's a space for the kids, for the parents. Uh, we work on key issues in the neighborhood as well um, and our focus is really to address the unaddressed issues um, due to massive issues of poverty in our in our nation right it's, it's a trickle-down effect but our focus is on providing really good programming accessible programming and engaging children and youth um, with opportunities directly in their neighborhood we also do an emergency food bank so we have emergency food available which has been a priority for us during covid uh, and we serve a lot of people outside of britannia woods um, and we also do a lot of we're doing a lot more specialized mental health supports for black and racialized individuals uh, particularly adapted to the needs that we're seeing in the neighborhood um, so we do a lot um, but that's the nibbleness of community houses there's 15 of them across the city uh, and they're all found either in or very close to social housing neighborhoods that is incredible yeah. and I know I've, it goes without saying, but just thank you for the work that you do for our youth. I think this is something that, especially in, the, in light of what's been going on now is so admirable. So thank you. Um, one thing I wanna get from you is how, how the COVID has affected, not only, like I think we've talked about how COVID has hit your community hard, mm -hmm. uh, but how has it affected like the school closures and the the inability for people to have these activities how's that impacted your community it you know i started during the pandemic right at the onset um i i, I accepted the job um you know the job you know I, I i started but it was it's been a pandemic ever since so the heart of what we do is a open space for children and youth to come in and have a safe place to be get help with homework, get help with uh, anything that's going on within their lives, be a first point of contact. Um, we have a small space and we also rely on school facilities to uh, do our programming. You know, we were seeing up to 60 kids a week uh, offering homework help, healthy snacks uh, directly in our neighborhood school. We weren't able to do that anymore. Um, you know, school is one part of, a, you know, a child's social life, uh, but so is after school programming. And we prided ourselves in remaining accessible, available, um, and functioning with very little resources, doing the best that we can. Um, and we have been able to see a lot of, um, um, like engage a lot of kids. So we weren't able to do any of that. And that's been extremely difficult. Um, it's what fills me up in my work. So it's been hard not to have a space for children to come in and just be kids and help them with homework, um, help them with whatever's going on and be that safe place. So they, but it's also hitting them extremely hard. Um, you know, virtual school is a thing that no one was used to and going into that right away, households were not prepared. I think, you know, I know Kwajo, you talked about that quite a lot. A lot of doctors have talked about that. A lot of activists have talked about that. You know, a lot of families were not prepared. And, you know, as we dragged on through the pandemic, um, it's just kind of continued. I think parents are surviving. I think parents are doing what they can and parents who are also working during this pandemic who are our frontline workers live in our communities um 
and they've done everything that they can. I think the kids are very starved for fun spaces, first of all. And then secondly, you know, we're concerned for their mental health. Uh, and, you know, we're, you know, we, I know the uh, trio has talked about this quite a lot. We're seeing uh, admission rates go up. I'm further concerned about, you know, people who don't have access to health uh, care, uh, adequate health care, which is a lot of people who live in social housing um, and who don't have the ability to have, you know, family doctors that they're talking to on a regular basis. Um, so there's, there's a lot of hidden things that I think will come out in during the, our, whatever we call the recovery period. Um, and uh, we're also like, I'm concerned about the learning loss that, uh, that has happened. Uh, I don't think virtual school is um, effective uh, for a lot of the children that we serve. Um, and, you know, I, my office, I mean, the community is directly in the community and I'm out walking around and I know kids who should be in virtual school and they're not in virtual school, but can we blame them? Uh, we can't blame them. I think I think kids are uh, really struggling. And our goal this summer, though, is to focus on providing as many opportunities as accessible as possible, uh, as fun as possible for them to see their friends, hang out in the neighborhood um, and just have fun and just create as much physical activity, group physical activity opportunities as possible. Um, yeah, so 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 there's quite a lot, um, uh, and then the other part is you know we're 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 limited with the amount of group programming we can offer. So what we're thinking about is how to how to how do families continue on and get their own individual um, um, opportunities for summer activities. Um, wow, I mean, you know, it's one thing for for medical professionals to come on whatever media. Or Twitter sphere and saying that their concerns, but yeah, you know, what's powerful for me anyway, for Duma is that you, you see it like you, this is your world. You see the kids out, not in that uh, virtual space or not doing their virtual learning. Um, you see the impact it's having on their, their mental health and the concerns for their actual education. I, I think um, it's just really important to hear it from somebody that is, in it mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like i speak from what i see of my own kids and my of kids around me but yeah this is stuff that you're seeing and i, I guess this may be a comment more than a, a question it's i mean part of the thing that makes it so sad for me is and that, that not having that space where they could all get together or have that kind of that community environment like what's your concerns i guess that they don't we have we're not recreating that that space in that environment where the kids can be themselves and, and play and interact with their, with uh, their, their, I want to call them colleagues, but that's not the right word. Their, what's the word I'm looking for? Peers. Peer. Thank you. Peers. Yeah. Peers, yeah. Um, well, like, I kind of want to go back because, you know, Quadro, and I feel like people have said this before is our society has always been uh, very bad at addressing the social determinants of health. That's where we should start because we don't have good community spaces. We don't have easily accessible um, community spaces that are, you know, you can have 20 people socially distanced still being around. Um, and that the pandemic has shown that full out. And I've seen the government responses around investing it in community spaces. And, you know, it's too little too late a little bit to help us kind of um, manage some of the impacts of the pandemic. But, you know, 
it, it, it's, you know, we rely on, on a school facility to see all the kids. Uh, we don't have the space to meet the need of what we're seeing and the schools, you know, have to follow public health guidelines. You know, they're, that's just the reality of it. They're uh, not able to uh, accommodate us and have after school programming from an external partner. So there's a lot of small things within our society that, you know, it's a no brainer that we're in this uh, mess. So, you know, I think it would be great to think about as we expand our city, as we think about building new neighborhoods, like why are we not talking about you know a walkable neighborhood that yes. you can have amenities by. like it, it 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 doesn't make sense and 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 it is unfortunate and um that like i hope we learn these lessons um i am but um and i know that the, the uh, there like there are city uh, uh responses to this but it's not fast enough um and it is a real detriment so we didn't have the community spaces available like that's just the reality of it um and I don't know if we are interested in building um, new spaces. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, I've talked to you about our, our journey for uh, a space um, and that's something we're heavily focused on and the pandemic has shown that we really need to step, st uh, step on that. Um, and, and just to say, you know, the school boards have, and the Ministry of Education has still not given direction on agencies being able to use community spaces over the summer. Mm. Um, and that's a question that you know we have. A lot of agencies are wondering why that is. Um, yeah, th these are very good points, and uh, I think that's one thing COVID has done is put a lens on where our gaps are in in healthcare and in society. And I, I got to tell you, the more the more I get involved in my career, those social determinants of health are everything. Like having that walkable city, having those uh, you know uh, community spaces where. Uh, people could stay active. They could congregate uh, safely at a distance, as you mentioned, is 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 health, not only physical health, but mental health. It's so important. Um, so one mm. thing, um, one thing that I, I'm thinking, Faduma, is like, you know, we're raising these funds and we want to be able to engage communities like your, your, like Britannia. Like, where do you see the benefit, you know, in terms of getting our kids active or ways we could get our kids active? Where do you, like, the, I guess the simple question is, will it be helpful raising funds? Of course, <laughs> of course it will be helpful. Things, things cost money, right? Um, money is the thing that makes our world go around, which is, uh, anyways, uh, Unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, so what we're doing, uh, and similarly to a lot of other community houses and other um, agencies, is we're we're looking at the guidelines uh, that, of what we'll be able to offer. So uh, we know the different phases will have different uh, op um, opportunities. There is a lack of direction around summer camp from the province, um, and what that means. I, I think I think there's been just statements but no details so we're monitoring that so we're going to be heavily focused on outdoor engagement um so we're just and right now i think our restrictions are eight people or or ten people can gather as of july 5th which is when we hope to start our summer uh, activities um you know but we have we have 778 people living in britannia woods um and we also have some families who are not comfortable mixing um or you know sending their children out um so we're looking at what kind of activities can we do distance what kind of areas can we use to do programming um so we'll be purchasing a lot of different uh things as uh as needed we need increased staff time 
to be able to offer more uh, things in smaller cohorts. Um, so it's just a lot of going back and forth. We're working with our local partners. The Boys and Girls Club is, sorry, uh, BGCO is in our area, but they're a bit further out from our neighborhoods. We're exploring how can they be coming in when we're not able to do engagement? You know, how can, like, what can the city do to step up? So there are people meeting about this. Um, not a lot of funds to go mm -hmm. around. Um, so, so anything that's raised by, I think, allies and people who are concerned will go to filling the gaps of what we're able to have. And then also, you know, supporting individual families, perhaps, who, uh, you know, want to sign their child up for a specialized something. Um, that, I mean, that's also um, really important. Mm -hmm. um, so, I don't know if I've answered no, no, the question. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. No, for me, absolutely. Needed, yeah. Um, some of the things that you know we're doing is you know because we were in the local school you know we don't have a lot of space to you know hold all of our basketball soccer balls everything uh, so we were using the, the the schools were generous enough to lend those to us but that means we now need to build up those resources uh, ourselves so we have purchased a few things we're looking at you know purchasing fun outdoor games um we're looking at you know admission fees for different things that kids can be able to go to so there's a lot there's a lot we're entering planning mode as of next week i i hear you but what i'm hearing though is the funds either it's to support the staff equipment but either way it's getting kids out of the house active giving parents a reprieve giving kids a time to connect stay active get healthy improve their mental health this is what it's all about exactly, exactly. that's it yeah so i it. honestly i i we're really excited to be doing this fundraiser Faduma, it's really been a pleasure and thank you for really mapping out like what it's like, what you're seeing at the ground level and why initiatives like this matter. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for creating the platform. Oh, you I really enjoy being oh, on absolutely. here. Absolutely. And thank you to everyone who's who's participating in this. One hundred percent. Thank you. And so we'll have links uh, attached uh, below if you're watching on Facebook. I'll attach them right after we're done this segment. Anyways, bridges over barriers. Five K for five K. Uh, donate. It's supporting our our neighborhoods and our kids in our community, helping them stay active. If you want to be part of this initiative, post your five K initiative. Whatever, whether it's biking it's swimming whether it's running walking skating i saw one of our uh members uh ariel she was doing some uh <laughs> what was she doing uh like uh roller skating, roller skating. why am I, I can't think today rollerblading sorry rollerblading oh, circa rollerblading. 1998 um it was amazing but yeah help us help us change that boogie guys this is all about supporting the community so once again Faduma, thank you so much and uh for the rest of y'all will connect again real soon.